Hey, this is the uh, sp- Spanish language story for episode 52. And it all starts with the Daisley's uh, slip. Uh, and uh, see, is this political, this one? Because I'm going to tell you about a little story about Boro Oren, pure Oren. Anyway, so that's a rare name, Oren, O-R-I-N. And I would say, I see in La Vida, no, uh, not so in life. Uh, in Oren's life, it's a normal name. And it was a name, Otra Quisiera, another wanted uh, when he was born. This is, you know, you might not have heard this. And the parents had named him uh, uh, Oren, and, you know, some of their family called them imbeciles for naming their child Oren. Uh, but then the, the, the doctors and the nurses, they were saludando, saluting. They said, that's brave. That you, that it looks like an Oren. And, but, but outside, as they left the hospital, people were cheering and, and, and celebrating. There was another uh, father there. And as he saw the commotion, he realized, Falaba, Bea. He saw he failed to name his child, the first person in their town named Oren. And he had seen that he had failed to, uh, to, to name his uh, child Oren, yet, unborn, you know, yet to be born that day. Uh, Nolo de Heir, he did not, he couldn't let it go. And afuera sepan una cosa, outside of knowing one thing, that was the only thing he knew. He wanted to name his son Oren. It was a sonado, something he dreamed of. Uh, he always felt the name had a certain finura to it, a fineness. And as his son was born, and they opened the door, and they said, Come on and meet your son, Casey, Abra C, you know, to open your relationship with your child. And he said, well, I'm having trouble because I'd let, you know, and they said, you know, they said, you're acting loco, man. God, you're, this is your son. He said, uh, Nos Vio, when they were leaving, he saw us, Oren. He saw me and my wife entering the hospital, the baby. He had Damas K. And also that uh, as a whole town, uh, Dese Perimos, you know, bid for farewell to that family, and they're not going to do it for our yet unnamed son. And he said, Tendriamos, we would have had that attention. And, uh, you know, the people tried to talk to him, and they said, Desmontar, you need to disassemble this madness about the name Oren. Just name your kid Oren. Uh, and he said, oh, well, that's your vote, Ten steady, That's your vote. Okay, about my son, you, you, my Subalternero, my little junior. He goes, Abro Desirme, I should just open my heart up, uh, even though I wanted my son to be the only one named Oren in this town. You know, Keho Hubo Efe, he would have been the chief, you know, with a name like that, uh, Algo grabe grab or grabe. It would have been something record. He would have been rec- breaking the records or recorded records and uh, unrecorded. When they said, when they heard uh, Oren, they would say, Lo tiene wiga Lo tiene wiga jefe. He has heard this is the boss, you know. Ray Coger, go around and collect the money for Oren is here. 
uh, Hermanos, uh, and uh, he's like a Zorro. He's like a little fox, this Orin. He's so brilliant. Uh, and when, he, but, but at night, he's it's a divina dormirse. Even as a baby, he slept a divine sleep, this young man. Uh, total parties, uh, to, total parties. All parties love, love this Orin. Probably just because of his name, though. MPAs, it all starts with a name. And then they said, you know, they had to send in some professionals like social workers and psychologists. They said, ¿Qué te pasa? What's wrong? And he said, I didn't buy the Seguros, uh, the first name insurance. Uh, and they said, ¿Qué tome SML? You're taking this the wrong way. Uh, plus, you're chismosa. This is causing gossip uh, that you're obsessed with the name Oren. In the family that named their son Oren, who's now two days old, they don't like it either. In Cantidad de Cosas, there's many things you could do. You could name your son Lauren. How about Lauren? That's a successful name. You know, the Saturday Night Live guy, that's his name. And, uh, you know, Boren, right? there's a guy that has a boring podcast. You could name your son Boren, uh. Uh, and Sentirle Passara Lo Conto, uh, as time was passing, he felt like everybody, he was being told what to name his child. And then the father said something strange. He said, uh, Soporto Cargas Perdonate, forgive yourself, bear loads. And uh, then he kissed his son on the forehead. Uh, he said, Guapi, guapaisimo, hombre. You're going to be a good-looking man with, a, you know, a name that uh, doesn't make sense. And they said, where are you going? He said, Rick Rayo. It's playtime. I'm going to go uh, Buscando in Zona Rural. Uh, I'm going to go look for names in the rural area. And I'll be there, you know, Quantas uh, Noches, you know, for as long as I need to. Autosufficiences, uh, you know, I'm, I'm self, I'll am i be self-sufficient out there. De, descansa, my dear. Uh, you know, rest well with the baby. I'll be back. Uh, Adan detras, I feel you always walking behind me. Now, as soon, as soon as he left, the wife said, he's a tonto, he's a fool. So, you know, start the divorce. Yeah, I'll name my son, uh, you know, he's in, he, she goes, this is just, just perfect. Uh, why, can, she said, can you lock the hospital? And they said, don't worry. And day, you know, since then, the man's been wandering the countryside. And someday you might see him and you say, hey, sir, can I help you? You say, Tango Toto Baja Control. I have it all under control. And he said, well, is there anything, you know, I can help you with? He said, well, mas algo, uh, I'm looking for something more. Uh, lamento mucho, you know, they have much to lament. And I'll tell you what is this, you know, a person that tells dull stories, this is when you get into it, you need to learn the lesson. This guy's not going to change. He's out there because uh, his mind was broken by not being able to name his son Oren. So you say, sir, and Sene, can you teach me what, what we're wrong with you? So I go, I go out here, you know, to learn. And he said, well, as a matter of fact, believe me, that's Retirio. It's time for my retirement. It's, it's the, loon, the loon of the desert. 
I'm about to take my day harla, 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 my leave. Uh, and he goes, I just got my final pago, my payment. And I said, you get paid to wander the desert muttering about, uh, for years about not naming your son Oren? And he said, uh, Charlie Cabeza, he goes, you know, just throw, throw, throw your hat on my head, uh, and I said, and he said, I finally got my seguro, my insurance payments, too. He goes, it turns out I did buy first name insurance. I said, I didn't even know that existed. He goes, they'll sell it. He goes, they'll sell it. A fool and his money soon part ways. And I said, I wish someone would have told me that before I went into that store. It's the edge of the desert. And he said, just like the prophecy said, Yegaron, you, they've arrived, uh, and then he said, I have a name for you. And I said, is it Oren? He said, no, El Galon. I'm going to call you the Galen. And I said, that's not bad. The ga- could I be the Galen kid? And then he was, he's, you know, he goes, Vineron, they came. Lo pactado, I agreed. And he said, es lo que vale. It is what counts. Uh, Salga del Mercado, when you exit the market. And I I said, excuse me, sir. And he said, yes, Galen. And I said, the Galen. And he he said, yeah. And I said, well, what are you doing out here? I said, I thought you just went out here because you were despondent about your your Oren. And he said, said, what? And I said, demand that. I demand to know if I'm taking over your business out here in the desert. and he said, Supongo, I suppose it's time to tell you. He goes, because La Vuelta SSC, the return is so much uh, tomorrow mejor, to make better. And he said, our, our job out here in the wild is uh, sonamos, a we sound. And I said, a we sound. And he said, El Lado Mio, sit next to me. He said, uh, but disfrutar por nuestra, for our enjoyment, uh, he goes, uh, render se sufrido. You have to surrender your suffering. And I said, well, boy, this is getting deep. I thought you were just out here muttering about Oren for years. Uh, now you're giving me nicknames and dropping uh, surrender my suffering. And you said you get paid to do this because that's kind of important to me. And he said, you know, oh, 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 como la explico? You know, listen as I explain, oigame. And he pointed all these rocks. He said, son la lucas. These are the lukes. And I said, capital L, like L-U-K-E's. He said, et tramite ibamos. And then he stood up. He said, processed, we are going. And he said, Detales Salirme, the details got to get out. And he said, can you tell me about the money part? You, you get paid to go out here and just mutter. Because I said, I can mutter if it's if it's going to pay me, even if it's in the desert. And people, because people already think I'm alone too, and I didn't even try to, I didn't even put up a big fuss like you did about naming my kid Oren. And he said, Aaron un fortuna. He goes, there's a fortune out here. In La Bosa, in the bag. It's in the bag. I said, wait, are you in the bag or is the fortune going to be in a bag for me? And he said, Imperio, it's an empire. 
Encantitaria that you're going to love. I said, okay, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll take your word for it. And I said, Sigurissimo, are you very sure I'm going to get paid to be out here muttering? And I said, what exactly am I supposed to do? And he said, Arregarlo, Larlo. I said, fix things? And he said, Alimento, don't worry, they'll bring you food. Uh, cone gelatos, you might get frozen out here in the winter, so we'll bring you blankets. And he said, for a time, como va la negocia gerente? I'll be your business manager. And una gran persona, I'm a great person. And I said, hey, hey this isn't adding up to me. And he said, lo de su que amante. And I said, wait a second, are you talking about a lover? And he said, I am. And he said, par de locos. He goes, we're a couple of crazy guys. And I said, okay, I think I might. So your wife, I said, did you want to, did you know your wife? So Oren's not your son. Is that the twist you're trying to tell me? And he said, SK safe, where own. It is that they were. And I said, Amantes, the lovers. And he said, Lo unico, estupido, molesta. And I said, I'm the only stupid brother. No, he said, bother. And I said, oh. And I said, I don't go. Uh, Pidiendo. I said, what are you asking? He said, well, why don't we get you out of the desert? Uh, actually, your son was really only born uh, a couple of days ago. Here, a school era. Let's take these magical stairs uh, into my car here, rental car. Gustele, you'll like it. You know what the name of my car is? Zorin. Uh, and, and, and into your mouth, I'm going to be water. I'm going to be pouring. And I'll tell you what, I thought of something. Uh, no hay robos juntos. There's no theft like a theft together. A robos, uh, you know, juntos. The two of us will. I said, I, I was thinking, you know, with the Warren, we could just go and find the birth certificate and add something to the original Warren. Like, how about Urin? Is there a way to change the, the O? Like, we, could we put a double dot up there? So it's a short O. O, 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 that's long. And O, is O short or long? And he just looked at me. And he said, Calladito, uh, Despierte, be quiet and wake up. I said, okay. Uh, dilemma has trato. Uh, you're making the deal the dilemma. He said, okay, I'll just try. He said, let's just do that. Let's go. He uh, said, we could be a couple, of, you know, we'll go to the person's place. I'll change the name Doran. How about Doran? And he said, I think I'll name my son Doran. I said, I don't think you're going to meet your son. I got bad news for you. Uh, but I said, uh, I said, what if we, uh, and I said, I think it'll be okay. And then he said, what if I name you Oren? And I said, what if we move to the next town into a motel room, separate hotel rooms? And, you know, I dread, you know, and then uh, you, yeah, you can name me Oren in the next town. And he said, if you, if you wake up from the motel and I'm not there, uh, yeah, you just ask around, has anybody seen Oren? Or, or what did you call me, the robo? 
whatever that other nickname was you gave me, just say, yeah, has anybody seen Orin the robot? Or what, I forgot what nickname you were calling me earlier, but uh, I said El Galon. And, and he said, May, you know, and then, uh, yeah, so just wait for me. I'll be back uh, if you don't see me, but I'll be at the same. I'll just be in another motel room. So let's get in the car and go. And uh, that'll be it for tonight. Uh, good night. All right, so this episode 52, Walt backs up a truck, and there's no sound, just music. Uh, Mario's not happy. Jose's not around. Uh, the Todd dude is working. Uh, you see, like, a lot of sparks as they cut stuff, uh, like a metal stuff. Uh, there's a slow-mo of the door opening, and then we see Jose... Uh, smoking Pesleys, uh, I think is the episode, or maybe it's Todd's name. I think it's Pezzo, I think. And he comes out to smoke, but Jose's like uh, shaking his leg, you know, he's a little nervous or something. Uh, Todd, Todd tries to talk to him, and Jose moves over, like, hey, don't talk to me. Todd still talks, and Jose's like, I'm not, I'm not pleased to talk to you. Then they have a work meeting with Petto, uh, talking to Jose and Wall. He's like, hey, I want to I want to be a part of this company. And Walt's like, well, we'll discuss it, send him out. He goes to leave, then he makes one more point. Uh, and then Jose says, no, 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 you're not qualified to work here. And Jose sends him out. Then Jose goes off. Yeah, Petto, there it is, in quotes. And Mario talks about him. And then Walt tries to, oh, Jose goes off like on a point and that leaves. Uh, then Walt tries to explain to Jose, you know, some points. And Mario calls Petto back and he's like, hey, you're still working here. And then he says, go, go ahead, the work day's over. Uh, but Petto just sits in his car and uh, you say, wait, this guy's, there's something off about him. Then, uh, Oh, he moves his jaw. He seems detached. He had more notes here. Then Mario's at a playground. This was the scene I wish they wrote down the timestamp because they think the poor actor who plays Mario, he had to act like I don't think they had a kid. Like they have, he was with his niece in the scene. Uh, but it, on one part of the scene, one shot, they were just shooting Mario on a bench and he was supposed to be. Uh, like wait, like interacting with the child, but he must have had to imagine the child was there, because uh, it was just like it was like uh, he's. Uh, uh, this is just my opinion, and believe me, I can't direct anything except for boring podcasts. This isn't a criticism; just something I noticed. Uh, but his like eye line was off, and it just like seemed like uh, it was clear he wasn't interacting with the child that he was acting. And I mean, because I'm a terrible actor, that like the last writing project I was on, that's why I failed because I said, well, we didn't like I because I could, that was one of those things I wasn't supposed to be acting on it. So I can't, you know, it was just something I noticed. Not like it just, it just stuck out to me, usually because everything seems so flawless and effortless. Uh, but Mario's interacting with his niece or his granddaughter at a playground. He's under observation. And believe it or not, to call back to season one, it's a weird cop in season one who had a robot voice. 
Uh, he, he doesn't have a robot voice in this scene, but in, I don't know how many people have been along for the ride, riveted by this, but, you know. But in season one, he was in a scene, or like the first ten episodes for, uh, and he was on a case. I can't remember all the details. Uh, he might have even been in the pilot or the second episode. And then a couple episodes later, he came back, but he had a robot voice, uh, can't remember. I can't remember all the details. Just that he had a robot voice, and I remember what he looked like because he's a distinctive look to him. He, he's a you know he's a, he has character. Yeah, so he's in the car. Now I lost my spot. Weird, weird cop from season one. Double exclamation point. Sorry, sir. Uh, Mario's cheering him on. Mario's che- oh he's uh, this is where the strain he's like cheering on he wasn't just interacting with his granddaughter he was like saying yip yip yay and like putting his fist up and it was like he was just like he's acting that there's no child and I don't think you do that like kids do that they say yip yip yay you know can you feel me lifting my hand up yip yip yay uh, that's not something that actually happens, I don't think. I mean, maybe like at a place where there's like a freaking uh, like an ether leak or something, uh, or you know, joy germ parade. But those, those, uh, I don't. I think that was a dream. Uh, okay, playground Mario. He writes a note. Uh, Gomez is there. They watch him, they see he sticks it inside the trash can, this note. So Gomez puts gloves on. He's like, this is some sort of a secret message thing. But it's a note for them saying, like, hey, hey, hosers, take off. Uh, then we have Mario listening into Henry's office to the bug. He hears Henry, what Henry's saying about him. Uh, then Cielo and Maria are talking. They're talking about Valentina and Junior. And Maria says, hey, Cielo, how's it going? Uh, talk to, oh, she says, talk to Pedro the Shrink. Have you talked to Pedro the Shrink at all? And then Cielo gets overcome. She's very upset. Uh, Maria tries to comfort her, and she tells Cielo she knows all about Ernesto from Walter, of course. And then Maria tries to, you know, uh, respond to her sister, and then play, but also play peacemaker and uh, be understanding. You know, but she's kind of she doesn't really know the depth of it all. After that, Jose's an orange worker jumper. He's watching TV. Then Walt comes in. He's like, "Let's get back to work." Then they talk for a few minutes, and Walt tries to be the father figure. And after some serious life advice, like, uh, Walt does some detached whistling. And Jose looks, he goes, he, he gives this perfect look. This is what I put. And Jose looks and realizes Walt is bonkers. Bon- bonkers. Walt is bonkers. Like, he gives that look. He says, this man is a total loon. Then Jose's cell rings. He answers, hello, see, okay. And he takes his suit off and he goes... Then Walt's back at their home base, and Mario and Jose are there waiting for him to talk. They say, que pasa? And Mario's like, you there's this stuff going on with the cops tailing me. And Walt's pissed, and Mario's like, dude, I got this under control. Walt's got a differing opinion. Uh, and there's something about Algo. 
And they say something about Algo, and then Jose's the third vote, maybe, and then he votes Algo. And then Mario says, you know what, we're both out, bro. We're quitting. Uh, we're out. Maybe that's what Algo means, A-L-G-O. And then Jose tries to, like, let Walt down easy, but Walt's outraged. Like, you guys are quitting the business on me. And Walt has this awesome glare. Then we have Mario and Jose out in the country. Mario's kind of picking at his nails, and they're waiting. Double question mark, four double question mark. Uh, Mario has a jug with him. Is it is it methylamine? And then I said, are they selling all of it? And then, yeah, for one mil. And then they're about to make the deal when the guy they're selling it to has a bunch of questions and tries to negotiate. And whatever the offer is, Mario doesn't like it. So they're like, oh, that's it. Then it's 8.13 p.m. and Walt's in bed, closed, not going to it, just lying in bed, scheming or something. And he gets a call, he answers it, see, uh, no say. He says, I'm at the house, come on over, bro. And he grabs a drink, he sits down, Jose's there, who fills him in on the sale. I don't think I wrote down the timestamps of this, but we get a lot of views. This was like, you know, it's been a while. We had the robot talking cop, and we get the uh, ceramic owl collection. We see more of it this time than, uh, I did not, uh, let me get to the point here. Uh, Jose's filling Walton on the sale. Didn't work or wasn't enough money. Okay, my next page. You know, so we're finally back in the room with the Cubbies. With, uh, there was also a cathedral collection or a mission or a church collection. They had seen before, but I had never seen the extension of it. There's like uh, maybe five of them. And it, like maybe like you go as a tourist and you say, oh, do you have a ceramic version of this cathedral? And they say, well, yeah, we do for a price. Uh, and they say, I don't know who, who bought those. Uh, Walter Cielo doesn't say, well, which care? Maybe they came with the house or maybe Junior likes them. And, you know, there's vases on another shelf and then the ceramic owl collection. Which you say, okay, ceramic, but, but you know, and then vase, the vases. Uh, uh, Jose begs him to make a deal. He sells the stuff. He gets like, he's like, I'm going to get it. We can all get normal lives back. He's like, come on, man. Then uh, Walt says no. Then they talk uh, calmly back and forth. And Walt's in, like, storyteller mode. He's like, okay, Jose, I'm going to make my point via story. And he, he, he did, like, a soft sell. He says, it's okay, Jose, to quit, you know, and give up and do as you do. Uh, this is all my, you know. And Walt gets flourishy, and he's open-ended question stuff. And Jose was just watching him. I couldn't tell if he was tired or unsure, or he was like, eh. And then they start talking about money again. And then Walt refills his drink with more booze. That's what I put. And Walt talks like about the big score. He says, you know, Jose, let's do the big score. One last one. And Jose's like, you know, just, just as about he's about to say no, then Cielo comes home. 
Oh, six mission churches on the rack. The Cubbies. This is even in even going tangents in my notes here. Uh, then Cielo meets Jose. Walt demands they all eat dinner together. He's trying to alpha. Like these are the saddest moments for me and Walt. Uh, like, uh, cause it's like he's trying to in both of these, both well done by both actors. Uh, and the Cielo and Skyler, holy moly. And Jesse and Jose Miguel. But uh, for Walt, when he tries to have these like moments where he's in control and dominant, and they just like they ring true for the fiction, like, uh, but as a human to human, like you, you almost, I almost pity Walt, and I feel afraid, like, am I going to end up like this? Like he, like Walt is so dis- desperate to exhibit power that he doesn't care. That it's making him more alone, you know, more isolated by trying to be powerful and just exert control over dinner. But he says, Jose's staying for dinner. It's very, tw- the dinner, the first run through, I, I put all Twilight Zone, like the kid who used to be able to wish and get everything. That's what it felt like this strange, painfully awkward dinner. They're all eating. Jose's having trouble, like, getting the food in his mouth or getting it down or something. And Cielo's just drinking wine and staring at him, like, what is with this kid? And Jose says, what's your secret? And she says, Limon. And Jose says, you're kidding me. And he just keeps talking nonstop, nonstop nervous talking. And even Walt won't make eye contact with him. He's looking down. His arms are crossed. He says nothing. Uh, then uh, Cielo drinks more wine while Jose's holding court. Uh, and then Walt starts to kick back. Uh, Jose even asks some questions to Cielo, like tries to interact. And Walt's almost amused at that point. And then it just felt like a, a power differential, like Cielo for a moment... And Skylar felt like they, she was in the power position, like a cat playing with a little mouse. Uh, and uh, then Cielo said something that Walt doesn't like, and Jesse was like, what? Uh, and then she says, permiso, me and my wine are out. And she said, I got a meeting with Cersei, Cersei, Cersei style. And I didn't think about that till just this moment that Cersei's like uh, the Heisenberg of a Game of Thrones. I'm sure somebody funnier and brighter than me already said that, but I don't know. I mean, just in this moment, right this moment, I'm thinking that, but it could be proven. Um, let's see. Walt makes, Walt makes a point to Jose, then we cut, then Walt backs the truck up to the HQ. He goes in to steal the methylamine, but Mario's already there. He says, you're busted, bro. And they sit down to talk, and Mario's like, what the F, man? Uh, you're a jerk. He goes, don't you have any common sense? And Walt tries to beg. He's like, please let me cook this methylamine. And then he tries to manipulate him, and they just sit there. Night turns to day. Then Mario tries to wake Walt up. He says, get up. We got stuff to do. Mario tells Walt, like, stay here. He goes, I got to go. Walt, of course, doesn't listen. Uh, Mario and Saul go to meet with Henry and Gomez, and Saul's making an offer, but Henry and Gomez are playing dumb about following uh, Mario. 
Uh, Saul tries to tell him it's illegal, but they just laugh. And then uh, Saul says, well, uh, he says some name, the name of someone, and they're speechless. And then they roll out, and in the car they're listening in to Henry and Gomez, who are talking, and uh, then Mario goes back to work, and methylamine's gone. Jose's there, and so is Heisenberg, uh, your boy Heisenberg. He's sitting there in a chair. He's all rebellious. And he goes, uh, I dare you, bro. He goes, just make a move. I'll dr- you know, methylamine's gone. And it's a showdown, but Walt, uh, you know, gets his way seemingly for now. All right, so we're talking season five, episode six, opens with the slow-mo of a shadow of a truck. Uh, everybody's a little bit out of it, exhausted. Uh, Mike and Walt and Todd are working. Mike's a little stunned at times. There's no sound, just ambient music. Uh, Jesse's smoking. Todd goes to smoke with him, and Jesse stares away. He's tight. Uh, Todd grins, and this actor does a great job because I, I don't, I can't even think of some character that stayed with me in such a way uh, that I loathe in, in a much different. I mean, because you get much less screen time that I can remember. Uh, like I can't even, like I honestly don't know much about Todd, but. Uh, like, compared to Ramsey, like, I just say, geez, I might dislike Todd even more. And just that look on his face there, where he's got this grin, and he, he and, and Todd's a little bit weaker of a character, or not as intelligent as Ramsey. Uh, but anyway, he, he tries to make this joke, and it's awkward, and Jesse says nothing. And then t- they go back to work to talk about getting rid of fire and Todd, and uh, Todd makes a case, his case. Jesse and Walt are dressed the same. I also notice that long white sleeve T-shirts over brown uh, to dark gray shirts. Todd's not smart, but here's another note. He makes the case for his, he says, oh, my uncle's got connections, though. And they talk options. Walt wants to keep control of Todd. That's, well, you know, Walt's M.O. And, like, uh, still in caps. What does that mean? On Mike's stakeout. Oh, I guess my notes, like, float into the next scene. So then the cops are on. uh, So they decide, I think, to keep working with Todd. Then the cops are on a stakeout with Mike. Uh, Steve checks in on Mike, who's chilling on the bench at the park. He leaves a note under the garbage can. Steve goes and reads this. says, hey, Steve, nice fleece vest, bro. No, he says, what is that thing on his face? Uh, is that goatee? Uh, and then Mike's at home listening to Hank ramble on and fast scrubbing through audio. Got some nice shots of some audio waveforms that you you do when you're podcasting audio, like editing podcasts. Uh, then we have Marie and Skyler talking kids, a lot of purple, the purple zebra chair, purple shirt, three purple pillows. Uh, Skyler's very, this is a powerful scene, so much pressure on Skyler here uh, because she loves her children so much and... But she can't talk about the truth, so she has to, and she can't even talk around the truth because the truth's so heavy. 
And, you know, she blames herself for being kind of like uh, getting involved in uh, being staying involved with Walt. So she feels like she's a bad mother. She knows Walt's a bad father. She says, Marie, there's things you don't even know uh, that if you knew, you would never speak to me again. And Marie says, try me. And then there's a moment and then Marie thinks she's talking about Ted Beneke. Uh, the guy, the congressman or whatever, he's probably running for it now. Uh, Benneke for Senate. We're clo- we're going to close all the schools. Lower taxes, close the schools. Uh, Benneke for Senate. We're walling off uh, Albuquerque. Uh, I'm Ted Benneke, and I paid for this message. Uh, anyway, uh, that's just the, that's, that, was, that message was paid for by citizens for uh, Brighter Benneke. Which includes, they say, look, you gotta get it. I don't know. That's my, that's the end of my Ted Benneke material from 2009 or whatever. Uh, but she says, geez, I know about you and Ted. And she goes, seriously, people get tempted. Ted's a good looking guy. You're only human. Uh, and, you know, he doesn't go anywhere. Then we have this little scene where uh, a nature show, you know, we know Jesse loves nature shows. And they're watching a show about uh, simulated cav- caviar made in made of with kelp, a type of seaweed, a fraction of the cost, but it tastes like the real thing. And then Walt's okay to get back to work. Then Jesse and Walt talk. Jesse's under a lot of stress. And Walt's like, aren't you glad we're self-sufficient now? You know, we can do some soul-searching later, Jesse. Like, uh... He goes, we, we got to get, you know, we, we're going to make the big money now with the Maslamine. He goes, why don't you go home? And then Walt starts to whistle as uh, he leaves. And Jesse's just shaking. He looks at Walt whistling detached. And I put S-C-H shooked. What does that say? Shushoked. As Jesse leaves, he is shushoked. But I think it just means he's stunned. And then the phone rings. Walt looks up. Uh, uh, then then there's another scene. I guess my notes weren't great there. But Mike and Jesse are already at work waiting for him. And he's like, where are your cars? They're like around the block. We're getting tails now. DEA's uh, tailing me. Been going on for a while now. And Walt starts to, you know, uh, get irritated. And Mike's like, I got, I know what I'm doing. And then Walt's like, Well, how long? And he goes, uh, he goes, It's your brother-in-law, by the way. And Walt goes, uh, Why didn't? Don't you think this information is of interest? Wouldn't it, it be germane to tell me? And Mike says, I've been handling it, uh, Walter. And Walt's like, uh, You're so irresponsible. Uh, And he says, calm down, will you please? And Mike is uh, Mike is out. What is that? Oh, Mike's like, I'm out of the business, man. And Walt's like, okay, that's too bad. But Jesse, you could take over and do all of Mike's work. And Walt's already going to the next stage. You know, just get Jesse up to speed. You know, give him your files. And Jesse says, he changes to Miss. He says, Mr. White, I'm leaving too. You know, I'm retiring, I guess. 
And well, it's like the methylene's worth 300 million cooked, you know. And, uh, you know, you're going to walk away from that? And they said, no, no, we're walking away from the meth, not the methylene, bro. And Mike's like, Jesse and I are taking our two-thirds, and we're going to sell it. Uh, and this is just br- brilliant storytelling, like how they got to, uh, like, what an amazing turn. And what an amazing introduction of uh, conflict for all the characters. Uh, something that could have been simple uh, just adds depth to the stories or for the characters, you know, to deal with each other. Wow. Uh, but yeah, they say, you know, we're selling our two thirds, 10 mil. Walt's dismayed. And then at some point, Walt gets all quiet and raspy. Because uh, they say, you can keep, you can keep, you can do whatever you want because you're selling to my competitors. Uh, there's some more talk. And then Walt goes after Jesse because pennies on the dollar. Jesse, is that what you're going to sell out for? Pennies? And Jesse's like, dude, it's five million bucks. Uh, it's more money, you know, it's a lot of money. And he goes, it comes down to it. Uh, are we in the meth business or the money business? And that was a great, great, great line. And then, uh, and, it, and then it gets, you know, uh, whatever. I don't know if that's when you hang your lantern on it, but it gets wrapped back around in a great way later. But then we have Mike and Jesse in a jug in the desert. That's a piece, but Mike and Jesse in a jug in the desert. Uh, but this guy comes out and he said they, he's supposed to buy the mess. And they're like, yeah, if you like it, you can have 666 minus this gallon, 665 gallons of, you know, mess. Well, mean, and then he goes, you know, if you can give us uh 10 million instead of whatever 900 he goes it'll be easier for us to split uh and the guy's like that's great like he's like i'd pay you that just get the blue mess off the market and then mike and jesse look at each other goes oh wait a second he goes uh, is there a thousand gallons and you only have and he goes you got a partner and they go, don't worry about it. He goes, oh, I'm buying. He goes, this is an acquire, you know, intellectual acquirement or whatever those uh, tech companies do. He goes, I want to get the blue off the streets. I'm buying my competitor out. And they offer some more money, I think, for all of it. Uh, guy's name is Declan, which I know somebody whose kid's name is Declan, so I thought that was interesting. And they say, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um... He says, I guess there's no deal. Uh, Then we see a Heisenberg hat, a baby monitor, and Walt's cell phone buzzing. Walt's laying in bed. He says, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on over. I'm I'm home. Skylar's not here. And Jesse comes over. He goes, Mike wanted to hard sell you, but I wanted to talk to you. He goes, "Uh, we need to sell all the mess, a thousand gallons. And Walt's like, no way. And Jesse's like, yeah, I knew you'd say that, but he goes, it makes sense. Uh, this is a good, good, show. great, great scene. And Jesse says, look, man, like when you started this, did you ever think you'd have $5 million? He goes, I know you didn't. He goes, because you said you only need 737000 Like mathematically, you had it all worked out. 
And he goes, this match will make it easier for all of us, and we can get the money tomorrow, and then you can be with your family, and there's no drama. And Walt goes, goes uh, I'm not, I'm not going to sell out. For, he goes, I didn't work this hard to sell out. And Jesse's like, it's not selling out. Walt goes, yes, it is. Uh, I'm not going to just throw all this away for nothing. And Jesse's like, Mr. White, five million's not nothing. And then we get another level of depth. Because Walt says, have you heard of gray matter? Well, I found it in grad school, and then I sold uh, my share, you know, after we had a little, you know, breakup for 5000 And he goes, uh, at the time, that was a lot of money to me. And he goes, can you guess how much that company's worth now? And Jesse says, millions. Well, says, no, billions with a B. Oh, this is so good. This is how you tell us. This is how you make TV, people. He says, billions with a B. As of last Friday, I look it up every week, and I sold my share, my potential, for $5,000. I sold my kid's birthright for a few months' rent. And Jesse says, dude, it's not the same thing. And Walt says, Jesse, you asked me if I'm in the meth business or the money business. He said, I'm in neither. I'm in the empire business. And then Jesse tries one more tactic. He goes, is that really something to be proud of, Walt? Uh, and then Skyler comes home. Let me see if I have anything else. Uh, oh, a couple of things in here, this this set of notes. Uh, Walt was in a purple or blue dress shirt. Jesse was in a lightning, like a T-shirt with lightning on it. The early when they were during their discussion, Walt had his shoes off and his feet on the ottoman. Uh, but that's like uh, 2.16 uh, billion. I think that's like their current valuation, maybe. And then I put uh, Anna Gunn's face uh, when, when Walt says, Hey, Skyler, how about dinner? 3240. Uh, when it says, Hey, how about you stay for dinner? And then we have dinner with Jesse, great jokes about for green beans. He says, Mrs. White, these are great green beans. Are these like slivered almonds? How, how do you make these? She goes, they are from the deli at Albertson's or something. She was so good. Thirty-two forty. And Jesse's so good. He goes, oh, yeah, good work. Good on your shopping then. Uh, these are choice. You know, I eat frozen stuff. Uh. He goes, I mean, the pictures are so awesome. It's like, hell yeah, I'm stoked for this lasagna. And then you nuke it and the cheese gets all scabby on top. <laughs> and it's like you're eating a scab. And he's like, I mean, seriously, whatever happened to truth in advertising, you know? And he's like, hey, I heard your great job at the great, like a, a great manager at the car wash. Walt's always complimenting you. Uh, good stuff, uh. And, oh, I also put that, uh, Jesse, be good at the podcast. Like, those was very podcasty moments. You know, what about truth and advertising? And he says, how's business? And they say, oh, with personal stuff. She goes, we won't mention my affair, by the way. And Jesse's face. And then he has this moment with the water where he's, like, holding the water glass up to his face and looking. Oh, it was so good. And, uh. 
Uh, then Walt tells Jesse about him and Skyler's marriage, and it's all uh, like a guilt city, I put. All, this is all I have now. And so he lays it all guilt city on Jesse. You want to take it away from me. And Walt backs up uh, to the garage. Mike's there. Right? He goes, oh, I knew you'd try something stupid, Walter. And they go, let's go in the office. Well, he goes, eh, no, no. And he goes, it's not a request. Uh, he goes, you might as well get comfortable. He goes, we're selling this methylamine, Walter. And we're going to spend the night at the office until the deal's done, which this didn't really, this was like a little bit of a week's back because they spend the whole night in the office, but then Mike goes out to meet with Walt. But Walt tries to make him a bunch of offers. And he says, listen to me. Mike's like, I'm not going to listen to you. And then, the, so then he has to go meet with the lawyers. And, of course, Walt's not about to stick around. But they go in, and then uh, Mike and uh, uh, Saul meet with uh, uh, Hank and uh, Steve. And they say, oh, what are we, well, uh, gentlemen, we're here to uh, deal with you harassing my client, following around. And they say, well, geez, we don't know uh, what you're talking about. He goes, play it as cool as you like, Fonzie, but you're following my client uh, and looking at him with binoculars, and he doesn't like it. And uh, they go, he looks fine to us. And he goes, well, so, some hurts only show on the inside. And he goes, you got any warrants for this? And they go, well, you know, we're just, you know, it's public place. And they say, theoretically, but I, they go, well, you, theoretically, you shouldn't be doing this because uh, my client doesn't want you to be watching him. And then uh, they say, so we, we, we they say, uh, where'd you, uh, my, uh, Hank says, where'd you get your law degree, Goodman? The same clown, clown college you got this suit? And then Saul turns on the charm. He says, you know who likes this suit? suit uh, Judge Papadon. She thinks I'm a snappy dresser. You know what Judge Papadon hates? Uh, police uh, bothering senior citizens. And he says, sorry, Mike. And then uh, they're out. And, uh, you know, so it's clear Hank doesn't like Saul. Then they listen in outside. Uh, and, you know, Saul says, listen, you get 24 hours, but, you know, no police following you to get anything you're going to do done. And then, so Mike goes back to the office. Uh, the methylamine's gone. Walt and Jesse are there. And Mike says, uh, well, where's the methylamine? And Walt says, uh, well, Mike gets so mad. And Jesse says, don't worry, Mr. White's got an idea. And uh, it's a great idea. He goes, you'll get your money. And he gets the methylamine. He goes, just hear him out. And then Mike says, uh, is that true, Walter? And Walt says, everybody wins, and that's the end of the episode.